0: Mini Habits by Stephen Geis One sentence summary Mini Habits explains how you can get the most out of the fact that 45% of your behavior happens on autopilot by setting ridiculously small goals, relying on willpower instead of motivation and tracking your progress to live a life that's full of good mini habits My favorite quote from the author is Be the person with embarrassing goals and impressive results instead of one of the many people with impressive goals and embarrassing results Stephen I first learned about Stephen Guise on Steve Scott's blog Develop Good Habits. Stephen is a regular contributor, and I'm a guest poster too by the way, to the best-selling Kindle author's post portfolio, so I thought it's safe to assume he was a habit expert. He sure is. Mini Habits has sold over 100,000 copies and has become the go-to habit formation strategy for many. I'm guessing thanks to the simplicity of the concept. Steven strategically walks you through the science of habits and how our brain sees and uses them, then explaining why that means motivation is unreliable and how you can rely on willpower instead. He then gives you a step-by-step plan to implement mini-habits into your life. Here are three of these steps. 1. Set a super easy goal to start because chances are you'll keep going once you're off. 2. Use some kind of system to track your habits and progress. Three. When you beat your goal, don't increase the standard or you will fall off the wagon. Have you been wanting to change your habits for the better? Here's how to do it without changing much at all. Mini habits, lesson one. Make starting your habit easy because objects in motion stay in motion. This answers the question, what is the best way to begin developing a new habit? Let's say you want to be able to do 100 push-ups in a row. Where would you start? 10? 20? Doing as many as you can every day? It's very easy to think that by starting at the highest level you can currently achieve, you'll reach your goal the fastest. But actually, that's just a recipe for disaster. If you can barely do 20 push-ups, doing it for 7 days in a row and collapsing on the floor every time will only make you want to trade morning exercise for a bigger breakfast. It's frustrating and demotivating. I know what Steven would tell you. Just do one push-up every day. Wait. 1. You serious? Um, yep, because that's exactly how he got started. Why does it work? Because if all you have to do is one push-up a day, you will laugh at the challenge. It won't be difficult and it's impossible to get tired. But as you do your single push-up, Newton's first law will kick in, which says objects in motion tend to stay in motion. It's easy to add another 3 to 4 push-ups to your first one. Overcoming that first initial hurdle is all it takes. Soon, you'll find yourself upgrading to two push push-ups a day, then three, and so on. Mini Habits Lesson 2 Track your habits using a system so you'll know how much progress you make. This answers the question, how can I track my progress with my habits and why is that important? To know how you're faring with your habits, it pays to track them. Last year, I tracked 15 of my habits and learned a lot. Next to good old pen and paper, there's a whole bunch of habit tracking apps available at this point. Goals are much more powerful the second you write them down, even if you never look at them again. So even just adding habits to a tracker helps. My favorite, and this won't be a shock if you've known me for a bit, is Coach.me. Millions of people track thousands of goals on there, and for each and every single habit, you'll find a wonderful, positive community to support you, cheer you on, and answer all your questions. As of 2015, you can even get coaches for specific goals. Yours truly was among the first 200 on the platform. The most important thing about tracking is looking at your tracker every day and noting your progress. You won't only know your current level of progress all the time, but also be reminded to finish the habits you haven't done for that day. Mini habits, lesson 3. Don't make big successes your new standard targets. This answers the question, how should I proceed once I start building momentum with my habits? Let's say you do join the one push-up challenge and on the fifth day you are so motivated and energized that you just keep on going and manage to pull off a staggering 15 push-ups. Congrats, that's fantastic! However, here's where achievement often turns into pitfall. You'll likely be tempted to increase your standard the next day because one push-up seems way too easy now. Resist this temptation, it's a trap. If 15 push-ups is your all-time best at this point, how can you expect an all-time best of yourself every day now? This is where many people go into overdrive and subsequently fall off the wagon again. There's reason to celebrate exceeding your goals. You should. Pat yourself on the back, but see this accomplishment as a bonus, don't take it as pressure to try harder. If a mini-habit becomes boring, that means it's actually become a habit and that's something to celebrate in and of itself not just upgrade to the next level and start the struggle all over again. By keeping your mini habits mini, you'll soon find yourself living a life that's full of positive rituals, which make you a better person. And that's what habits are all about. My personal takeaways from mini habits for 2017. Okay, so again Stephen guys contributor to steve scott's develop good habits blog if you if you googled the word habits on amazon ever i'm sure you've come across steve scott's books he has a whole series he writes yeah habit books about all kinds of habits morning routines inbox zero productivity setting goals da, 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 motivation and so on uh, and again Stephen Geis is a contributor to his blog the two have cooperated mini Habits itself has sold over 100,000 copies. So, I think it's it's a bit similar to BJ Fox' Tiny Habits concept if you've heard about that. Um small goals, setting them specific, making the challenge too easy um, to trick yourself into saying, "Haha, oh, that's so easy. I won't like I it's impossible to not do it, right? Because it's so easy." Um that said, before I dive into the lessons again, I want to share one thing. This is one approach and there's no right or wrong with habits. And if you feel like a different approach will work better for you, then that may be true, right? I'm different, especially now because I've worked on my habits for over five years now, that I set bigger goals. Uh, I would say that. Uh, I don't do it this way. Some For some things, I do. For other things, I don't. For other things, I set way bigger goals. Like this week, I ran for the first time in a year, <laughs> and so my all-time best was I think 11 kilometers or something and the best I did in terms of time was 10 kilometers in just under an hour and when I went out for my first run in over a year having done no specific sports training at all so I walk a lot and stuff um, every single day but no 10,000 steps a day and so on but no exercise per se except some morning push-ups um i decided mm, you know what uh, i have a thousand or two thousand steps on my wristwatch right now let me do a run for shooting for the 10k steps mark so that should be something like seven kilometers right for a first time run in a year like who does that Um, And I ended up very quickly after three kilometers realizing, oh shit, like this is too hard. But I decided to push, settle down on a lower pace, find my forever pace. By the way, that's a good trick if you're a runner, find your forever pace. What pace can you run at forever? It's so easy that you feel like you can keep going for a long, long time. Um, I settled into that, which was like seven minutes per kilometer or something like that. It's very slow, but I ran for another three kilometers and I did, I think, six kilometers in... Uh, And then what was the total? I think 40 minutes. So yeah, and that was my first run in a year. I got insane sore muscles the next two days. I still feel them a bit. It's the third day, I think. But uh, that's me, right? And that's also okay. That's different than what Mini Habits does. But for some things, it works really well. Like on Quora, I try to write an answer a day. And sometimes that answer will only be three sentences long. And that's okay too, right? So again... I think for most people this works well, especially if you're not, if you haven't been into habit development, if you haven't made conscious efforts there for a long time already. I think mini habits is a great way to start. Uh, about staying in motion, yeah, that's uh, totally true. Make the challenge easy, right? Say you have to write for ten minutes, uh, run for five minutes, and so on and so on. Make it really easy because chances are, once you are there, you will keep going for a little bit longer, and then you will feel good about yourself. Tracking your habits. Uh, I've honestly stopped tracking a lot of mine. I track what I track now is more outputs and results in terms of work because my habits are fairly well settled. Also, what I've noticed is that I ended up tracking so many and I kept adding and adding and adding that at one point my stack would always tumble and fall over and I would start again at zero. So now I'm more okay with having it more fluidly where it's like one habit comes, another goes, and so on. As long as I'm happy with the overall routine, but again, I'm five years into this, so um, I'm going to be a bit different. Especially in the beginning, coach.me, super helpful. There's another tool which is really cool, which I haven't tried. Um, It's Habitica. It's like an online role-playing game where you make a character and everything and you level up and you get points. And I think that's also really cool Like if you gamify the whole thing. Uh, the advantage on coach.me really is the community. Like For every goal, like no alcohol, 500 words every day, morning routine, drink more water, and so on. For every single habit, there's a community because all the people of the same habit, they have a small, small mini forum and then you can ask questions and get support and like and thumbs up and so on it's huge like i think that's really um that's a great place to start especially if you feel like you have no one in your life that encourages you to do this stuff so that's a really really good way and lastly and i think this is the big one don't make big successes to your new standard targets um we really tend to do that like that, that's, that's probably where most people would have started with the push-up thing, right? They would have done like, 50, like 30, 40, 20, 15, 10, however many they could master. And I say, that's going to be my bottom line. But if you realize that this would mean you would have to pull off your all-time best every single day for a couple days in a row, you can instantly see why that probably won't work and why that probably will uh, make you feel demotivated at some point because you can't keep up at that insane pace. I think this is similar to a lesson from investing because in investing, the same thing happens. It takes a lot of patience to stick with your analysis, to say, I've analyzed this stock. It's a good stock. I'm going to put my money into it. I'm going to leave it and not touch it for a year or two or five or 10. That's the tricky part of investing, right? Having the patience, the discipline to not do stuff and just watch your stock go up because you've done your analysis well. You trust the story of the company and it goes up. Uh, It's the same thing here. It's very hard to not raise the bar when you know you could technically do more. But the threshold for raising the bar should be way after it's become boring and boring and boring rather than like the first time you hit a new goalpost, you're like, awesome, let's go up, let's move up, let's do the next one. So I think this, this is one of the trickiest parts of habits. It's one of the parts very few people know, very few people manage to accomplish, and one of the most common points of failure with habits. And this is something I haven't shared anywhere before, and I will keep thinking about this, maybe write some more about it. I think it's very interesting. So resist the temptation to raise the bar, see your extra accomplishment, uh, extra accomplishments as bonuses, don't just upgrade, be patient stay in your mini habit mode for a long long time and then once you do level up it will actually mean something and you won't demand too much of yourself okay hope this has been helpful again uh, if you struggle with habits mini habits is a great approach to try worth checking out mini habits by Stephen guys and i will see you on the next summary